This is the Prove Yourself Right podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. We hope that you find it encouraging, motivational, and beneficial to you in your day-to-day walk. For all your Prove Yourself Right needs, please follow us on all social media platforms. Also become a subscriber through ACAST, which you can find in a link in our descriptions and our bios through our social medias. Thank you for your time. Thank you for supporting the Prove Yourself Right podcast. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to another episode of the Prove Yourself Right podcast. And I'm your host, Jonathan Rose. And I have my beautiful co-host, Shay, here with me. How you doing this morning, Shay? Doing great. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. And we are bringing y'all another Sunday sermon by Pastor Darius of the Change Church, mm-hmm. in which me and Shayna listen to his sermons of the morning, come up with our personal breakdowns, have a discussion about it, and then we come on this platform and we unpack to our loyal subscribers and fans. Mm-hmm. And we appreciate y'all so much. Y'all keep us going. For sure. And we hope that y'all are still finding uh, fulfillment through our words and through our breakdowns and just finding ways to enjoy and better your day-to-days. Absolutely. And we just hope that y'all out there finding something to tap into to help you continue to thrive and strive to be your best self. Mm-hmm. All right. Without further ado, because we got some football to watch today. Yes, we do. So I ain't going to prolong the time with y'all, because I won't like y'all prolonging the time with me. And today's message was titled, Don't Get Tired. Mm -hmm. Came from Genesis chapter 32, uh, verses 24 through 26. Yeah. And I want to rattle off these first two, and then we'll jump right into the discussion from there. So two things I wrote down from Pastor Darius today were, You must believe that you can overcome any situation meant to knock you off your feet Mm -hmm. or knock you off track. Mm -hmm. You begin to settle for less when you become exhausted with disappointment. Yeah. All right, y'all. Here we go. So, Pastor Darius, again, I'm very appreciative of your messages and your unpackings, man. You make me have to take a different route of understanding that I, I probably kind of shied away from Mm -hmm. or it was the unpacking that I didn't want to do because it it made me think about things that I'm not so proud of or things that I done that I'm I try to overcome I'm trying to surpass now in my life but need to be addressed at the end of the day you can't surpass something that's not being addressed so you kind of bring up the real in our lives and you make us unpack real situations so today when I read you must begin nope you begin to settle for less when you become exhausted with disappointment. Man, what an athlete's journey that is. (laughs) Come on. My profession came with that. My chase of the profession profession came with that also, man. Even I remember just playing Metro and my daddy was my coach. Yeah. And it's football, but him being my coach, I felt like when I didn't score a touchdown, forget the football, I let my daddy down. Hmm. (laughs) And when pastor put it into these words that hit so so fluent and so heavy when he said you begin to settle for less when you become exhausted with disappointment yeah. you never really understood disappointment taking that toll on you even though in the moment of disappointment you know you feel bad mm-hmm. but like taking a toll on you is like a 24 hour period that at the end of your 24 hour period you're exhausted because you know you just experienced 24 hours worth of something for sure that, that's why you're exhausted you've never thought of exhaustion coming from 
unsuccess. Yeah, and disappointment. Or, or, or disappointment, yeah. yeah. So when he said that, I got it though, because I told y'all I still battle and suffer with some depression in day to days, but I'm I've come to grips with it. I do have control over my depression now. But depression was that for me. Yeah. It was a weight that I could not get off of me ever. And I felt like it was something I was choosing to carry, but I don't even think now, consciously thinking about it, I wasn't choosing to carry it. Things that weigh on you just weigh on you. You can't help it. You feel me? Like, yeah. some things that, like I just said uh, a second ago, if you don't address things, you can't think things are going to get settled in your life. You must first accountability, take accountability for it and address it head on to have the understanding that you are looking for to free your mind and free your spirit. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm going to start off with today, babe. You begin to settle for less when you become exhausted with disappointment. Have you ever been exhausted with disappointment? Yeah, and like I, I like that you start with those points because I think it's it's so interesting to take a step back and be like, I'm so tired of it not working out that mm. I don't even want to ask for anything. Right. I'm so tired of it not working out that I don't want to be specific. I'm so tired of it not working out that I don't want to aim too high. Yeah. You know, like... You show up, but you just show up. Yeah. You're not really trying to put your best foot forward, like you said, about us doing, you know, coming on here on this platform and talking and encouraging others to show up their best self. Yeah. It's a part of that. It's a part of the exhaustion of always feeling like you're being let down because the things that you want aren't really coming to fruition. I just feel like we all have the understanding that things you want going to come with challenge, grind. It's going to take a little bit extra out of you, right? Yeah. When you battle so long with trying to do things that, quote unquote, are how I interpret it, natural, natural, let me think, but natural instances, natural things that just happen for you, like feeling happy. Like mm -hmm. you can turn on a show and it just gives you natural joy. Like yeah. you, you don't have to really know what it entails. Regardless, once you experience it, it's going to get a reaction out of you once you go through an experience. For sure. So once you've experienced so much good, bad, and different, how do you, why do we hold bad more than we hold good? I think we hold bad because it ties into a fear of feeling something we don't want to feel. Now, feeling something we don't want to feel, but we know we can also feel joy. Why do we harbor that? Why, why do we, like, when you just spoke it in my head, you said, well, you know I can be disappointed. Mm -hmm. I didn't hear, well, you know I can win. Mm -hmm. Why don't we Why don't we take that mindset of it? Why don't we take the mindset of winning is on the back burner because disappointment is the thing that we got to break through first to get to winning. Why do we have to look at disappointment as a breakthrough? Why don't we just know that within what we're chasing, yes, I can be, I can fall short, but I'm putting my best foot forward. So I'm not going to have those things until it happens. Absolutely. Like we, we kind of talk it upon ourselves because yeah. we don't really full throttle hit the hit the gas on going all in to win. Mm -hmm. We always keep that subject, which we knew was there, but why do we have to address it? Why do we have to let it be present in the room? I totally agree with you. And you know what? I think what you talk about is what sets apart the people who have real, true discipline mm -hmm. and those who don't. Mm. You know, it's like having full faith and watching the people who are so faith-driven, seeing their lives come to fruition. And from this side of it, 
think that they've got everything. Mm -hmm. And from this side of it, think that things were easy for them. Yeah. But it wasn't that it ever was. They just didn't let what something bring them down and keep them there. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I think it's a tough thing to do. I think about your career. Mm -hmm. A lot of ups and downs in your career. But damn, that success is timeless. Right. The accolades that you being All-American, being a championship winner, mm -hmm. high school and pro, like those are timeless. Mm -hmm. Nothing is going to change that. And you know what it took to get there. You know the grind. You know all the hard work you put into it. And you just never let the moments of someone, you know, mossing you mm -hmm. stop you from being great. You want to know something crazy? Yeah. When you just said somebody mossing me, this is, this is how simplistic emotions, feelings, and energy is. Yeah. When you said, because you in that same little sentence you spoke of, oh, you don't want championships and blah, 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 that stuff. That kind of excited me. I, I felt a little a little heat rising. Yeah. When you said somebody mousing you, I got hot. <laughs> <laughs> like I, my skin tingled. Cause, yeah. But my, my point I'm making with this is negative stuff hit us harder than good things. Absolutely. If y'all really think about it. Yeah. Something heartbreaking hurts more than something extremely satisfying and loving and good to you. Yeah. The, the good thing doesn't have the same strength that the pain has. Absolutely. Why does pain have so much hurt on us? Because like when you say a milestone, I say I wish it who? When? What? <laughs> <laughs> who? What? I went into the best mode. Yeah. When you say a championship winner, high school champion, I was like, yeah, I'm that too. Mm -hmm. It was it was mellow. You say a milestone, that got real quick. Yeah. I was like, who? Most? Never. You ain't seen that. But that was my natural instinct. Yeah. That wasn't nothing scripted. Like, we mm -hmm. just having a general conversation. But I felt my skin and level of energy rise when you said a certain thing that I took as, quote, unquote, a negative. Like, totally. getting milestone is a negative. It didn't yeah. happen to me. It was talking in a general statement, but it made me feel funny because I don't... I don't even like to talk it. I don't even like to, like I just told you, mm -hmm. I don't even want to let that in the room. That mm -hmm. wouldn't happen to me ever. I don't even like to think it. But why does it hold so much power is what I'm still trying to get to the bottom of. And I think it's the devil playing with our minds. Mm. And I think that's why it's what most people do. Mm. Right? I think the exception, the anomaly is a person who's like, all right, line it back up. Mm, the cool. anomaly and the exception is a person who's like, I'm, I'm a championship winner. Yeah. When everybody else is telling them that they're mediocre, okay, average, or whatever. It's the person who's like, I hear what you're saying, but yeah. I don't accept what you're Ain't saying. Ain't no way I'm going to accept Ain't no way that that's who I am. You got to show me, but I'm from the show me state. Missouri. You know what I'm saying? I'm make it Missouri. make sense. And, the, and it's what Pastor said. The enemy fights hard for us not to know what's in us. Mm. And it's exactly what you said. It's so we get our rise over the thing that feels negative. Yeah. And so we're a little, and we don't have that same reaction, sorry, about the thing that actually holds more weight. The positive. And you just kind of pivoted into another section of what I wrote down from what Pastor said today is when he said, when you pray with tamed intent, you aren't praying favorably, but safely in regard to less chance of disappointment. Yeah. And that kind of goes into our next little pivot point stemming from what I was just talking about. Like, bruh, sometimes... I don't even like to be talked about in a negative light. Whether it happened or, or if they like talking hindsight, foresight, I don't care. I ain't, ain't no negative happening to me. <laughs> it ain't happening, bro. It's a no. Like I, I used to hate going to like restaurants. Some people like, man, you ever got moss? No, boy. Uh, no one ever got moss. 
Hey, what I'm trying to talk about. Yeah. But somebody go in there, bro, you ever call a pig? I will give you a Play lecture. by play. But yeah. I, I might pull it up on my phone. Hey, you got yeah. Anybody got a Wi-Fi? Let me show you this play. But you ask me a time of me getting mouse? Never. I don't remember. Impossible. I ain't trying to remember. I ain't going to entertain you trying to make me remember. Like, we so threatened by that. Yeah. But um, that point I just made. Then I start to pray in the way I see myself. Mm being mm -hmm. so if i'm not as good like me and you just unpacked a little bit before we came on here lord let me and my team win this game if it be your will and if you feel we we worked hard enough this yeah. week like dang I, I just put all this extra all in these because i feel like ah, i ain't practice good tuesday i ain't gonna tell the lord to give me something that i know i ain't work but, but just just pray like That's pastor just told us today bro stop putting all these loopholes in your prayers and just pray just have faith because he also said settling doesn't show up in your practices first it shows up in your prayers first Woo. so what i started doing i i knew uh this week was my best week of practice so when i pray to god let me just let him know this was my best week lord mm -hmm. but i still want to win what you think god was watching all week he knew that when your best practice you go you gonna retell him what he watched you get bombed and trip mm -hmm. over yourself and now you gonna tell him this was my best week i know my boy exactly. but you come to me wholeheartedly and Understanding that I don't care how your week went, what you want to do? Do you want to win? Just Come say on. that. Bro. Don't tell yeah. me that. Hey, I had a bad day. Hey, my last girl left me, but I really want to be a good. Just tell me what you want, bro. That's it. God, hey, we give God a breakdown like he on uh, the drive through. Come on. I want two crazy, two sugars. <laughs> <laughs> we think that God's like us. I hey, think that's what it can is. Can I get some espresso foam in that coffee too as well? <laughs> How much they break it up too? Like, bro, just tell them what you want, man. And mm -hmm. stop asking. It's already paid for. Mm -hmm. Get as much fixings as you want, but just tell me what you want, though. Don't come back with another. Put it all on the table. Yeah. <laughs> and I think what you hit on there when you talk about settling, showing up in our prayers, mm -hmm. it's, what you, it's exactly what you said. It's like we don't have enough faith, mm -hmm. you know? Like, we're so worried about it not coming the way we want and when we want, and instead so apprehensive about leaving it in God's hands. That's why it shows up in our prayers. 100%. You know, God, I just want a job. Instead of God, I want a job that's gonna make me wealthy. Man, what, what's what's wrong with putting that in there first? Why you have Come to? On. Why you feel like oh, if I say that, that's a like I told you, we unpacked it earlier. That's it feels so selfish mm -hmm. to say it like that. Mm -hmm. But what did God tell you? Tell asking you shall what receive. I ain't tell you to ask. He didn't say ask partially, and you shall receive partially. Ask full. He just said ask. That means put everything in there, regardless of how you feel about it. I understand. A hundred percent. But when you're trying to understand for me, which I call what? Projecting yep. what God feels, you will go in there with a empty blessing. Mm -hmm. Because you took all the good stuff out because you said, that sounds funny. And you're not <laughs> letting God be God. Not letting right? God be God. He knows what's best for us. He knows what we need. He mm -hmm. knows what it's going to look like. He knows the best time to give it to us. He knows the position of our heart. Like He knows all of it. So it's like you said, all the stuff we add to it. Let him be him. Let him be our heavenly father. Let him be our provider. And you do that by coming with a full heart, an honest heart, and just saying exactly what you want. 100%. And Pastor put it in the best word. Tamed intent mm -hmm. when you are praying will not give you favor because you're not praying with favor. Because mm -hmm. favor, what Pastor has unpacked us to, ain't nothing we grossed. It's off the genuineness of the the authority that we asking for, which in this case is God. Absolutely, it's off His authority. It ain't nothing you earn. So when mm -hmm. you when we look for favor, don't think you done did something for. It's not gonna come from anything you've done. It's gonna come from grace, exactly, from the sole authority that you're asking of it from. So for you to simplify your prayer, it don't make no didn't sense. make no sense because God was like, man, you should ask for the whole thing because now it just 
you actually now you're gonna get less because you asked me for less. Exactly. And they ain't gonna be mad that you didn't get the abundance because you didn't ask for abundance. percent. <laughs> and it's wild because it's like Pastor said, like, you know, the God that he prays to, the God that I pray to, the God that I pray to can do anything. 100%. The God that I pray to does what everyone else tells me is impossible. He'll provide what everyone says isn't gonna be something that I should expect to see. He'll mm -hmm. give me more than what I what I ask for. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's the difference. Like being able to see and know that someone else will say no, but my God said yes. And going back to the first point, you must believe that you can overcome any situation meant to knock you off track. We sometimes, like I, um, like I was breaking down with you before, why do we have to go through something to start praying? Why we just ain't yeah. praying in general? Yeah. Why it ain't part of our routine? Mm -hmm. Why don't we have a routine in general just to keep us from lack situation? Because I, I know I'm a person, idle time, I feel worthless, no matter mm -hmm. what it is. If I got too much time on my hands, I feel like somebody doing more than I'm doing, I ain't doing enough. Yeah. So since I know that, and I know that creates depression for me, why don't I have a routine day to day to keep me, when that thought hit my head, bum, where can I go to the... Pull on something that I want to do. Where, can, where my books at? Where my where my writings at? Where my drawings at? So something. You mm -hmm. have to know that. If you don't know, it's like knowing you got a drinking problem, but going to the beer store. Like, why would you go where you have a deficit exactly. at? Exactly. Why do you go where you have trauma at? Absolutely. You got to build a good structure to allow yourself to succeed. So, always seeing yourself, though. Mm -hmm. It goes back to the main point. You mm -hmm. must believe that you can overcome any situation meant to knock you off your feet. I ain't got nothing to do with God in it. This starts at self. Come on. That's what some of us be forgetting about going to church and listening to the word and getting the word. A lot of it we is saying God, Jesus, and all these other names in it, but you often have to insert self usually. Absolutely. It's not going to be in the writings because the writings are representations of, of a whole lot of unpackings and understandings. Mm -hmm. What we get from Pastor Darius, that's why we come on here and unpack. We're unpacking what we learned by putting ourselves into what he was explaining, what Absolutely. he was breaking down and what he was preaching and what he's telling us we need to practice and work on. How do we insert that into ourselves? Mm -hmm. A lot of people ain't doing the inserting into self. They just out here splurting words and splurting mantras and things and then can't back it up. And then wondering why they lie. Like, hey, Lord, I'm doing what you, what you optically said we should be doing, but it ain't an optic thing. It's a deep-rooted, accountability, self-driven thing. If you ain't doing the self-driven work, like people say sometimes, faith without works is dead. That's it. And I agree with you, and I think that's what you hit on more than anything. It is about self. You can't look up to God and ask questions if you haven't talked to him all week. Come on, now. Say, you bro, say that again, man. You can't look up to God and ask questions if you haven't talked to him all week. Where was you at Monday? Come on. I fall short and I start every single day with God and I end every single day talking to God and I still fall short during my day-to-day -day walk. Mm. So it is something you have to actively participate in. And like you said, figure out yourself, mm -hmm. find who you are and learn how God sees you so you can see yourself in the same light mm. and then realize that anything is possible. Right. There's nothing you can't overcome like we started. And, and that's the most important part that we'll have seasons moments, months, weeks, days, but that doesn't equal out to the entirety of your life mm -hmm. and that doesn't determine where you're gonna end up. That, oh, wait. That was a great little set of words you just put together right there, babe. Vibing off you, babe. And that's just real, man. If we can first initially start off with having faith in self, everything we believe God gonna do for us is gonna hit tenfold because we honestly believe we're somebody of 
substance or, and somebody that is worthy. Yeah, who deserves it. If anybody heard the uh, podcast from last week, what did I say about myself? I stopped praying certain prayers because I said, why me? He's not mm -hmm. going to do that for me. Not me. Not what everything I done did. Ain't nothing in the Bible that say God leaves certain people out. Show me the part in the Bible where he say, I excluded this bro because he tripping. You know? <laughs> oh, he, uh, he want to be janky? I'm going to move him to the side. God didn't pick and choose nobody. No. God is a God of choice. Mm -hmm. He ain't forcing us to do anything. If we want to follow him and listen to the teachings and have the understanding that he is our Lord and Savior and that he does what he does for us and he is for us in all phases of our life, we'll, you'll gross and get what you want to get. If you believe or don't believe, you get what you what you reap what you sow. Absolutely. A non-believer, I'm sorry. If you don't believe, I'm not going to spend my whole life trying to get you to believe. It's on you. Reap what you sow, my man. If you like the way your life is going, I'm guessing your non-faith must be a good thing because ain't nothing bad happening to you, right? But if I know that the times I pull on my faith, my life gets better to go away from that, what sense does that make? 100%. You know, if you go to work and you work a full week and at the end of the week you get paid, when you want to get paid, what you going to resort back to? Not going to work or going to work, which you know, okay, now I'm just trying to make sure mm -hmm. life is still life and one plus one is still two. Because some people act like, hey, bro, I want to be a millionaire. I don't feel like working. Well, bro, you don't want to be no dad. <laughs> Boy, stop talking to me. It just don't make sense. You know, babe, people will say some crazy stuff. I just want to be more fit. Maybe you might have to go to the gym, baby. You ain't gonna, you been sitting down getting less fit. Talk about you gonna sit down a little bit longer to get more fit. Nah, one plus one ain't two in that situation. That's all I'm gonna say. No, 100%. I think what you're hitting on too is like, you know, showing up for yourself and us knowing that our our spiritual relationship with God has helped us live a better life. Yeah. So why wouldn't we continue to do that? And we got to understand God God has purpose for all of us in, all a, in, of us. The, in the realm I'm trying to get into. Yeah. You ain't going to lose weight like, bruh, a sis lost weight. Choose your journey and yeah. just stick to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it took them six months to shake back. It might take you a year, a year and a half to shake back. So what? It took you a year and a half to shake back. You still get there. You just you don't give up. You still get there. Run it back. Mm -hmm. They still what? You don't give up. You still get there. Don't give up. Stop getting into the mindset. I ain't doing as fast as them. I don't care. Just get there. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't get to the finish line because somebody got to the finish line first. Forgetting that all you were solely meant to do in the race was what? Finish. That's it. I don't, they didn't say finish first. They didn't say finish last. Yeah, they placing people. But all I want you to do is place. Because guess what? If you place last, guess what you did? You placed. You still finished. But guess what that person who don't finish the race do? They don't place at all. You didn't win, lose, or draw. You didn't finish. Mm -hmm. We don't know what you did. You're still out there. Mm -hmm. Finish some of the stuff that we have lingering over our heads and our lives. And beyond that, level three, personal stuff. Clear some of that personal stuff up so... You can actually see what needs to be addressed above and beyond because now you don't took you don't got your stuff out the way. Hundred percent. It's like cleaning out a house. Once I'm gonna move my stuff and I'm gonna move Shannon's stuff. Now we're gonna see what's the other pieces that we need to get moved out of here. But if we just start grabbing random pieces, we don't know what's left because shoot, I didn't. We ain't had no priority to where we started at. Start with your junk. Once you clear your junk out, now let's see what this other clutter is. Who what, who else I'm dealing with? Okay, me and my mama got an issue. Me and my daddy got an issue. Me and my friend going. Me and my partner going. Now you can clear up other stuff yeah. because all the self issues have been addressed. 100%. No, you're right. And it's like you just said, you know, like in due season, I will reap a harvest if I don't give up. Mm -hmm. And I think essentially that's what we're talking about, you know, like knowing self, 
building a relationship with God, staying the course, and not giving up. And that's all we really got, man. I don't want to prolong the time. I want to throttle down with these highlights. And my last statements to, uh, to close on is Pastor said this also in a sense. This is my personal breakdown. Some isolation periods in our lives are unavoidable because they are intricate to our developmental process. Mm -hmm. Meaning, y'all, it's been times where you was like, all oh, my friends don't understand, my mama don't understand, my dad don't understand, nobody gets me. There's been times where I'm looking for a show to lean on. Ain't nobody here. Can't nobody, well, can't nobody help me out of this. There's been times where you were trying to attach to people that were good, hoping it would bring you good, and you just couldn't. Yeah. You know why? Because these are isolation periods God are sent, is sending our way or putting into our lives to get us to address something that must be addressed or, or we halt or we stop or we mismanage or we, mm -hmm. we mess something up. Sure. And God was like, you, I, if you, it's no way to skip around. Is you either got to fail or you got to succeed. But you have to do one or the other because I can't move your life on a certain path because this is, uh, it's a crossroads. Yeah. I need you to get across this crossroads to see where you want to take your life to. Exactly. It has see, to happen. It has to happen. It's, it's like I said, the words I use, intricate. Until you get ready to hit this crossroad, I don't know what your life consists of. I got to see if you're going to pick this or you're going to pick that because this grosses that. That grosses this. I got to see which one you want. Mm -hmm. You have to. In those moments, the part I'm trying to get to and the understanding I'm trying to get out of this one, don't fold and don't do nothing in those moments. Yeah. Figure it out in those moments Absolutely. because if you sit around and wait for somebody to save you, you missed your you missed your mark. Mm -hmm. You gonna get into something? It's gonna be like, yeah, I got into something. You got into something that has nothing to do with you. That person that came and saved you is narrating how you move now, yeah. and you don't even know it because you had nothing in your mind in the first place. Mm -hmm. So what I'm telling people, if we do the personal unpackings, everything else in the world will maneuver and align properly. Exactly. The reason some of our lives don't align properly because we are taking no onus of our lives <laughs> in that raw sense. Your life is moving on. My mom, and, my mom and daddy said I should work here. My mom and daddy said I should do this. My friend now said I should. this is what I should be doing at this time of my life. When do you put your foot down? You got five toes on the ground, ten toes on the ground, or no toes on the ground. Yeah, and that's real. And like you said, those isolation moments is God trying to free you from codependency. Real. You know, he's trying to show you that all you need is him. I didn't know it till I, till I knew it. I had all the people giving me great advice around me and people are still wondering, John, why do you keep doing these dumb things? I didn't know what I was really wanting. I heard y'all. <laughs> Hearing people don't do nothing. Not when it's your own life. What's, ooh, what, not when it's what, baby? Your own life. All right now, who you want to have control? You or them? Exactly. Y'all with Tesla cars out there? Fall asleep and let that Tesla drive you into a ditch. <laughs> Stop putting so much onus on stuff, dog. Y'all know I always gotta have to throw a little funny in there. But bro, I just seen that joint the other day, babe. On the on the uh, on the internet. Bro talking about, yeah, I had the Tesla in, in cruise control. It ran up on an 18 wheeler. Yeah, who died though? Did yes. the Tesla did the Tesla die? Did you die, my boy? One of y'all almost lost your life. Stop putting so much onus and stuff, man. Just take control and do your part. 100%. We done got so lazy, we don't wanna drive the car no more. Man, <laughs> Get your lazy tail on somewhere. But yeah, we out of here, y'all. Y'all go enjoy y'all some football. And I want to leave y'all with these things from Pastor Darius Daniels, uh, which he concluded with today. Be persistent. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. through the panic. Yeah. Situation going to be chaotic. Weather. Embrace it. Get through it. Be persistent through the pondering. Mm. When your mind gets cloudy and you really don't understand and you can't put one and two together, just just, just embrace it. Stay Give it some course. time. Stay the course. Step-by-step mm -hmm. step process it. Ease yourself. Gracefully give yourself uh, the understanding to develop understanding. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Be graceful in your understanding to give yourself time to understand. And last but not least, be persistent through the pain. Y'all, we know we gonna get hurt. We know our feelings get hurt when we underachieve, when we fall short, when we set out to gain but don't gain, lose. Somebody tell us, uh, you're not good enough, you're not worthy enough, you're not what we're looking for. If you know the world is full of these shutdowns and disparities, prepare yourself for them. What you gonna tell yourself up the next time you fail? You gonna tell yourself, ah, oh, I knew I shouldn't have went out there. You like, okay, next time I'm gonna do better. That's it. Cause you know what that little piece of encouragement gave you? It's a big word, four letter word. It's called hope. Yeah. We lost that a long time ago, bro. We the hope died with the Martin Luther Kings and the Malcolm X's. I don't know why, cause they told us and it showed in our day to day. They messages. Look what we are now, y'all. Where they said we would be if we did what we were supposed to do. And we still didn't do it right. Mm -hmm. But we we got a piece of what they said we could have. Now we got to go and get that other piece. 100%. Because it's not lost. It's misplaced, but it's not lost. Nope. Let's do this groundwork, y'all. Uh, thank y'all for listening. Hope y'all enjoyed this podcast. And Shana, you got any closing remarks? No weapon form against me shall prosper. In Jesus' name. You don't have to prove anything to anyone. But you will always have to prove everything to yourself. God bless. God bless.